Section 3 of Dreams by Olive Schreiner. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Noel Badrian. Chapter 3 The Gardens of Pleasure. She walked upon the beds, and the sweet, rich scent arose, and she gathered her hands full of flowers. Then Duty, with his white clear features, came and looked at her. Then she ceased from gathering, but she walked away among the flowers smiling, and with her hands full. Then Duty, with his still white face, came again and looked at her. But she, she turned her head away from him. At last she saw his face and she dropped the fairest of the flowers she had held and walked silently away then again he came to her and she moaned and bent her head low and turned to the gate but as she went out she looked back at the sunlight on the faces of the flowers and wept in anguish then she went out and it shut behind her forever but still in her hand she held of the buds she had gathered, and the scent was very sweet in the lonely desert. But he followed her. Once more he stood before her with his still, white, death-like face, and she knew what he had come for. She unbent the fingers and let the flowers drop out, the flowers she had loved so, and walked on without them with dry aching eyes then for the last time he came and she showed him her empty hands the hands that held nothing now but still he looked then at length she opened her bosom and took out of it one small flower she had hidden there and laid it on the sand she had nothing more to give now and she wandered away and the grey sand whirled about her. Chapter 4 In a Far-Off World There is a world in one of the far-off stars, and things do not happen here as they happen there. In that world were a man and a woman. They had one work, and they walked together side by side on many days, and were friends and that is a thing that happens now and then in this world also. But there was something in that star world that there is not here. There was a thick wood where the trees grew closest, and the stems were interlocked, and the summer sun never shone. There stood a shrine. In the day all was quiet, but at night, when the stars shone or the moon glinted on the treetops, and all was quiet below. If one crept here quite alone and knelt on the steps of the stone altar, and uncovering one's breast, so wounded it that the blood fell down on the altar steps, then whatever he who knelt there wished for was granted him. And all this happens, as I said, because it is a far-off world, and things often happen there as they do not happen here. Now the man and the woman walked together, and the woman wished well to the man, 
One night, when the moon was shining so that the leaves of all the trees glinted, and the waves of the sea were silvery, the woman walked alone to the forest. It was dark there. The moonlight fell only in little flecks on the dead leaves under her feet, and the branches were knotted tight overhead. Farther in, it got darker. Not even a fleck of moonlight shone. Then she came to the shrine. She knelt down before it and prayed. There came no answer. Then she uncovered her breast. With a sharp two-edged stone that lay there, she wounded it. The drops dripped slowly down onto the stone, and a voice cried, What do you seek? She answered, There is a man. I hold him nearer than anything. I would give him the best of all blessings. The voice said, What is it? The girl said, I know not, but that which is most good for him I wish him to have. The voice said, Your prayer is answered. He shall have it. Then she stood up. She covered her breast and held the garment tight upon it with her hand, and ran out of the forest, and the dead leaves fluttered under her feet. Out in the moonlight the soft air was blowing, and the sand glittered on the beach. She ran along the smooth shore, then suddenly she stood still. Out across the water there was something moving. She shaded her eyes and looked. It was a boat. It was sliding swiftly over the moonlit water out to sea. One stood upright in it. The face the moonlight did not show, but the figure she knew. It was passing swiftly. It seemed as if no one propelled it. The moonlight's shimmer did not let her see clearly, and the boat was far from shore. But it seemed almost as if there was another figure sitting in the stern. Faster and faster it glided over the water, away, away. She ran along the shore. She came no nearer it. The garment she had held closed fluttered open. She stretched out her arms, and the moonlight shone on her long loose hair. Then a voice beside her whispered, What is it? She cried, With my blood I bought the best of all gifts for him. I have come to bring it him. He is going from me. The voice whispered softly, Your prayer was answered. It has been given him. She cried, What is it? The voice answered, It is that he might leave you. The girl stood still. Far out at sea the boat was lost to sight beyond the moonlight sheen. The voice spoke softly, Art thou contented? She said, I am contented. At her feet the waves broke in long ripples softly on the shore. End of section three.